Shakytown Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. We are recording from Studio BFH today. What was I calling it? Shay Brody. Shay Brody. Oh. <laughs> um, we have a wonderful guest let's keep, today. Let's keep her waiting because she's, she's trying not to break up. <laughs> she's being very professional about it. She's a pro. She's a pro. I've known her for... And not a prostitute. No, no. Though I, I was uh, playing a dead one yesterday. Actually, I have a fishnet sunburn. Sweet. <laughs> nice. Yes. Well, let's get How's right it? into it and find out about that. This is Lindsay Doolin. Hi. Hey, Lindsay. Hey. Of uh, Awkward Embraces fame. Oh, yeah. As well as Target ad fame, which we'll <laughs> talk about. So generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> but, Check out that Target ad. <laughs> but first, I need to know about this dead prostitute fishnet burn thing. Um, a friend of mine is, is doing a web series and we shot the first episode yesterday and I play, um, I don't know, I have two parts, let's just say that, I don't know what I'm allowed to give away or not. One of them is a dead prostitute, so we were downtown and, um, where you find dead prostitutes. Right. <coughs> that's and then an alley where, um, like a, that's a, another, that's... a railroad track kind of veered off and just stopped. So... Alley, downtown, railroad, railroad tracks. tracks, boom, that's the trifecta of dead prostitutes. Icing on the dumpster? cake. Dumpster? Was there a dumpster? Uh, no, but oh. there was um, a pile of human feces three mm. feet away from my head with the uh, the paper that they used to wipe themselves. Verisimilitude. Yeah. Mm. They, I mean, they used the paper, <laughs> but uh, face down in that dirt right next to that poop for like nine to four-ish. Mm. Which is how I got the fishnet sunburn. Yeah. Yep. So, missed a spot. Those who were watching on the premium video that doesn't exist will show, show, show. show. <laughs> I took a picture of it this morning, so I'm like, this yeah. needs to be documented. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Special. So that did did, uh, did the human feces add to the verisimilitude? Only one? one of the. Well, you're dead, so you don't care about the feces. I wouldn't, but um, being so close to it... Uh, so close to it, the ground and it, at any time yeah. one of the crew would... Step near it. It was clearly very old and dry, uh, right. but they'd step near it and it would kind of break the pile open and then uh, the smell would happen. So, and of course, they couldn't take it away for continuity's sake. Right. Well, <laughs> once they had to get on that side, they covered it up with some plastic bags and rocks, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's, uh, really so, good. so taking a shovel and like flinging it somewhere else downtown <laughs> never occurred to anyone. No, 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 no one wanted to touch it. Um, it reminded me of that scene in Six Feet Under. Either one of you watch that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. When he's forced to do crack. Right. And then he goes and does that in like an alleyway. It, that's what it That's what it looked like. And I was like, oh, someone did crack. And this yeah. happened. And he, oh, here I am. Well, you know, homeless people poop. They do. That's I'm just, the... I, they must, it's a oh, private you, area. So. Have you met our um, our resident homeless person homeless uh, outside? <laughs> um, I won't speak too much about them just to say that they poop yeah. in the alley. A lot. Yeah. A lot. You gotta find them. I sometimes I walk in on them doing it. That's their bathroom. Yeah. Knock? Did you knock when you went into the alley? <laughs> Have some common courtesy. Jeez. <sighs> well, yeah. Brody has no respect for the dignity of humanity. No. 
Clearly. Yeah. The outdoors is their bathroom. You should knock when you come into someone's house and knock when you're going out of someone's house because you're going into their bathroom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're like, is it clear? Is anybody in here? Maybe they should hang a sock on the door. (laughs) (laughs) On on the inside of your door. Eyes closed. So that when you're leaving the house. I just think of that sign, you know, when the vans are rocking, don't come and knock. I don't know how that applies for... The indigent. When the alleys are pooping, don't come a snooping. There you go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Words to live by. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lindsay and I know each other from. How do you know each other? I was going to ask. Yeah. You that. Thanks from, for bringing that from up. work mm-hmm. many years work. ago. Work we did, um, but I don't know how much we want to talk about that because uh, reality TV is fascinating. Yeah. We, 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 we both have made our living there, our paychecks there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with also, if you listen to the John, uh, the Paul Goebel show, you guys know John Nelson from there. And John Nelson came in with us at the same time yeah, on the same show. That's such a hoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so probably, I'm, I'm sure if we could think about it, if you looked at the, the family tree. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. even you were on uh, Sam Proof's show. Yeah. And Sam Proof uh, has also been on our show. And he, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's the think, reality TV family. Yeah. I think if you um I think it's like have you ever seen those band charts? Yeah, the where band they, family trees. <clears throat> band family trees. Well like, a family tree is not quite right though, because it's like they're so more like interweaved right. where it's like I was the bass player in this band and I right. was also the guitarist in this band. Right, and, like, and it's just like it ends up being this like Weird macrame yarn going everywhere. Yeah. Dale Crover was uh, drummer of Melvin's and then drummer right. for Nirvana for a while. Nir- Dave Grohl was in Nirvana. Oh also drummer of Screen, also singer of Foo Fighters. The two guys from Foo Fighters were in Sunny Day Real Estate. Is it Foo Fighters or is it Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters. I, I think it's Foo Fig Hitters. Oh. oh. It sounds like a couch you get at Ikea. <laughs> Dave Girl's amazing. I think their album just went like number one, right? Not just, but like a week or so ago. I think so. I did. I like Dave Girl. I'm a huge fan and I have no idea. I'm not not a huge fan. I love him. Everyone in my life has like a Dave Girl personal story where like they worked at a bookstore and he came in and they had... I went and got a coffee and sat talked for 30 minutes. Did some crack on an alley. alley. Kidnapped them, took him to the alley. But that was like, oh yeah, he's a nice guy. He's cool. And I'm like, I love him. Yeah. Why can't I just meet him? <laughs> you will eventually. Yeah, right. No, it'll happen. I'm telling you right now, it'll happen. No, which uh, th- which reminds please. me, uh, we have Behind a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome would that be? <laughs> Especially because I'm talking crap about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, the reality TV, whatever, dude. We, it's a was that, was, that the, <laughs> was yeah. that the upshot of the whole thing? But we also... Um, we also were in a short film together uh, called... Oh, Back to Reality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not sure in what official capacity that's been released. I, it may or may not have played at some festivals. I'm not certain. Oh, good. I wondered. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was good. Do you remember the extras that night? I remember the guy who drank the beer and got drunk. And yes. And him out. <laughs> so let's, let's tell a little bit about what Set that situation was. Set the scene, was. would you? Oh my gosh, yeah. I, on my end, I can say I was just sitting in a corner playing... A guitar playing myself, a character playing a guitar at a party. Right. The idea, I think, was that I was a famous musician and friends with some reality stars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, which isn't far from you know reality. Yeah. For me, but um, 
Then you and you were a, a reality star as well, yes? Uh, I don't think so. I think I was just a girl at the party who was walking through fighting with her boyfriend. But it right. was just a party scene. I, they had probably like 20 extras at least, mm-hmm. like Craigslist style. Right. Um, I don't, I think they were getting paid in props, which was actual bottles of beer. Beer and stuff um, from Costco, appetizers from Costco. Right, like they were just <laughs> yeah. snacks and people brought food and people might have brought beer. We were at like a friend of a friend's apartment or something mm-hmm. from the, the writer and director and yeah, dude like drank beers and got totally Hammered. wasted. Right. Forgetting that they're supposed and to be belligerent. props. Dude, yeah. method, it's method. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> It might have been what he was screaming when they were trying to. Go <laughs> no, I'm you respect my craft. I swore. <laughs> respect my craft. Yeah, that was I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was really. And at some awkward. point, the um, John Nelson, who was um, he, he wasn't directing Allie. Mm-hmm. Nelson was directing it, but he was producing, I guess, playing some sort of cast. I just remember him shouting at everybody. <laughs> like, remember, these are prop beers. They are props for the scene. They are not for you to get drunk on right now. We are filming a, you know? Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Well, now thinking about it, they kicked him out, but how, there did, were... how did he get home? <laughs> like, what did he do? Like, as far as I know, like, that door shut and he was out of our lives, but he could have had, like, a whole adventure after that. Probably did. I'm that, sure he that's did. That's the sequel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just thought of an idea for a, uh, for a web series. Drunk extras? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Just think about it, because I was thinking about your 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 uh, dead prostitute thing, mm-hmm. and it seems like that is I'm gonna say thirty percent of roles for women on TV and in films. Dead prostitute. All right, like, because think about it, like, the, I, I know, you told me not to tap on the thing, so, <laughs> so I tap on the microphone. Um, uh, think about it, like SUV, mm-hmm. all those shows, like. Every other show has CSI. It's like a dead prostitute in dumpster, dead prostitute in alley, dead prostitute on railroad tracks, dead prostitute in warehouse, abandoned building. I'm going to say 30%. I'm going to say a a flat 30% of roles. Let's say 33. Okay, a third. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's say one third. One third third of roles. So so let's say 0.33. Okay. We said that. Mm -hmm. Let's take that as red and move on. Um, but there's that's the web series. Is I'm a casting director, <laughs> specializing okay. in, you know, it's like, it's like dead prostitute. I'll, I'll dabble in live prostitute, but only dead, if she's going to die. Yeah, okay. that's kind of a given. But but you know, it's a like, dead prostitute how, in transition. How, right. How, how long can you lay still? <laughs> um, oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I think I really everyone kept calling me a trooper. <laughs> Um, are, you, are you okay if it's an uneven surface? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, so there were some rocks. There were there was rocks okay. and glass right. and insects and um, and human feces as we've established. And then the poop and uh, I was sweating a lot, so the dirt was uh, caked all over me. Uh, I had to lay in the. That's worse than actually being a yeah. prostitute and yeah. being murdered. No, it was. Yeah, <laughs> a thatch is a thing, right? That's a, a word. Thatch, like well, a thatch of. Thorns or oh, no. like a thatch roof or something. Yeah, thatch is thatch is a bunch of interweaved vegetable matter. Okay, I was laying in, in thatch then. Yeah, and like just bugs and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. I had to do that. The face down, yeah. dead. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and being in, in an area, we actually had the, the police come by, the railroad police. <laughs> 
Railroad yes. dicks? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> the bulls. Oh. The railroad bulls, yeah. <laughs> like ho- like hobos. Um, they came by, and they're very nice um, and really funny. But as they were running our IDs, um, uh, one of them was like, oh, yes, uh, it's the most dangerous area. You know, don't go past this already existing police line that was there. Uh, he was like, yeah, yeah, we... A few days ago, it was a rape in progress, so we you know, stopped that and blah, 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 and he just kept going. Like, he was like, yesterday I had coffee, but it was it was a rape in progress, and I was dressed like a hooker, um, just cars and people driving by. Everyone else looked like a normal person, right, but right. I actually looked like a prostitute with a beat-up face and some track marks, and uh, I just felt very exposed for a number of reasons. So, big, big, uh, big day. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's that's the magic of Hollywood, isn't it? It is. It really it's that dirty underbelly. I still think I still think it would be easier to be a prostitute and get murdered. Because once you're murdered, you don't care. Yeah. You don't care about the pilot human faces, you don't care about no. the human tracks. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's in the pretending. Then you gotta get up and you're like all dirty and ugh. Yeah, every time you're wiping it off and you're like, What's the point? What is the point? Mm. I'm just gonna get back in it again. <laughs> you're like, it's so hard. It's so hard to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's talk a little bit about the path that brought you to to Los Angeles and to acting. Okay. Because um, you, I mean, you've been acting for a long time, like since like you were a kid, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just doing like I don't know, I don't know what you call <laughs> acting. I'm trying to undersell myself or anything, but yeah, I started doing theater when I was like six or seven, and then did it in college in Texas, and then um, went to London and to Barcelona, and then back and then here so but I keep, keep what was the first thing you acted in um a church play uh-huh. uh the passion play all right nice as we just celebrated zombie jesus um <laughs> did you play mary magdalene because that would be perfect no i played <laughs> the little dead girl that jesus brings back to life i think it's the sermon on the mount when he starts healing people and there's like the um, the leper and then sure. the demon possessed person and then this you know this father runs out with his limp little dead girl and Jesus happen? like yeah he did bring a girl back to life did he? and it says the bible um, and that was well, me I mean, okay I'm gonna say right now that didn't happen in real life <laughs> I'm just saying in the bible I don't remember I remember Lazarus no I don't remember like him no like <laughs> oh I don't care if oh I we think. had Lazarus yeah he was in right. there too okay he, all right. I don't remember the dead girl. That sounds like that sounds like a little gimme. Oh yeah, like the Hollywood. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. That's the Lifetime original movie. Of the Bible. Uh-huh. Well, I was really uh... not without my son. The Jesus story. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. No, that was me. I was very small for my age, so. Uh-huh. I was able to play the dead girl until I was like 12. <laughs> that's um, good. That's that's good. That's longevity. It was, it's also the reason as, I was a flower girl in a lot of weddings oh, up right, until yeah. I was like a teenager. Well, as Awkward Embraces has established, you are a tiny, tiny woman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes me... I really like that episode. That and not to episode. toot my own horn, but literally just the size different stuff made me laugh. Like right. the camera work. Don't, cracked me up. Don't want to spoil the plot because it's a really funny installment of, of Awkward Embraces, but <clears throat> Lindsay at one point ends up next to some tall people. I'm, yeah, and like, has nothing, it just... You don't strike me as, as, as tiny, though. Thank you! A lot of people yeah, no. are How like, tall are you? How tall are you? Uh, I'm 5'3". 
Yeah, see, my wife is 4'11", and she says she's 5 foot. Okay, yeah, no, I'm 5'2". Five, I'm five Sometimes I say 5'2 and a half. Yeah, see. <laughs> it, the short people, they're liars. <laughs> so evil. But yeah, I'll tell people, like, yeah, I'm 5'2", and they're like, oh my god. And it's great because like, every- I've been standing here for three days. Because everything that leads up to you hearing about this person, uh, that Lindsay, and you played Lindsay mm-hmm. on, on, on Awkward Embraces, everything you hear leading up to this- the, the reveal of, of the person, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the door opens, tall person. Yeah, it's seriously, person. like, that, that, that episode, with the camera work is what makes it funny to me. Like, yeah. they just, they did a good job with that. Yeah. With, uh, and that, we're going to put this one, that, this one up, if you're, you're not already looking at the website, shakedownradio.com, that's the, the YouTube. I don't know how you would up. manage to get to this. Oh, you could get through it through iTunes, I guess. Oh. Jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I like that stuff. But see, I think I think I think of people as taller in general. I do too. Well, like most people are taller than me, so I don't particularly notice the, the right. difference between. But see, there are people who like and... like like a friend of the show, Ben Acker, is like seven thousand feet tall. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, but you get really, to like six two, six like, three, then it's well, like I'm, whoa. I'm six. I'm six two, but but um, uh, but uh, I'm probably a little more like six one and change now when I've gotten a little older, but. Um, <clears throat> my driver's license. My, my driver's license says to six two, which that's what I was thinking. It also says three hundred pounds. Mine says mine says five three. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, mine says five eleven. I'm more like five ten and a half. Ben's Ben's probably like what six four or something like that. Yeah. But he yeah, feels. Like, but he feels like he's like two inches taller than me. He feels like he's like five feet taller than. It's me. the voice. Well, it is the voice. Is I have a really deep voice. I am not. Acker does. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think I'm a particularly. Girly, high-pitched guy. No, I, you like are you, are you saying I am? Yes, I am. I, I think I did. I say that on. No, I You're didn't like say that tenor. on the air. <laughs> you said that behind my back. I didn't say. That's fine. I, I said it off. Right. I said it off the air. I That's didn't say behind your back. There's it's the same thing. I'll say it now. Um, <laughs> what I lack in deep voice, I make up for in beard. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Look what got Jesus. I don't think you can argue with that. You know what I realized. In thinking about Jesus the other day. Mm-hmm. You mean Bruce Boxleiter in the Lifetime original movie? <laughs> like, I, I don't want to offend any listeners. I do. I just want to say, <laughs> and we all know from past episodes that I'm going through my own existential journey right now. Right, as right, far right. as my faith. Mm-hmm. Or actually, it's probably not there anymore. I think we can say it's not there anymore. Okay. But, um, you know, I'm a Wire fan. And of the Wire fan? Yeah. And there's a and great... HBO's The Wire? There's a Is this gra- a spoiler? Because I have not seen it. I, it I, I'm going to be careful here. Please do. There's a great scene where Omar um, finds himself in a pickle. And mm-hmm. he has to flee a building. And mm-hmm. it's from Great Heights. And that's based on a real incident. And even in that episode, the man that they based the Omar character on, he's actually a composite of two char- uh, people mm-hmm. in real life, Baltimore drugs. Oh, so he's like some creepy like centaur. No, 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 no. I, I don't mean that they fuse two bodies oh, together. Oh, I, I mean... I'm oh. not wanting to watch this show anymore. <laughs> Nazi uh, doctor experience. <laughs> yeah, right, no. I mean that his backstory is made up of a composite of two different um, Baltimore okay. drug people. Uh, well, actually not drug people because Omar robs drug dealers. He's Boring. He's a drug dealer himself. Boring. My point is there is more uh, historic evidence of Omar from The Wire than there is of Jesus. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying we should make Omar as Omar new religion. Okay, all right, Ooh. fine. Gotta live by a code. Um, the code of Omar. No shooting on people on Sundays. 
That's that's definitely established in the show. Fair enough. I'm just thinking of all the like paintings, the religious, paintings. I, I, the icons. Yeah. We need to make the Omar. I, I think it's got to be if you're gonna do it. If you're gonna do a religion, I think you need to go with the pomp and circumstance of uh, of the Eastern Orthodox Church. I have been doing Eastern Orthodox. Wedding. I think that's the way. I think that's the way to go. Those weddings are longer Icons. than Catholic weddings, aren't they? What? Because they're extra Catholic. That's the thing. Is they're they're like they they're totally like no, we're really like yeah yeah extra Catholic yeah. Was your because you, you said it was a church play? Was your church? It was it a Southern Baptist? Southern Baptist. That's right. Yeah. Oh my. And they were uh they were it was a it was a big big church. So there was like we. They'd rent out the uh, the big fancy theater downtown. There were like five thousand seats. Like oh, so you were in total one of these like huge like crystal cathedral oh, kind the of pageant. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Texas, southeast Texas. Bible Belt. If yeah, you know. uh, my wife's from Houston. Oh, yeah, but Houston's the closest to my city. I'm from Beaumont, so Houston's okay. like an hour and a half. I'm in between Houston and Louisiana. Sure. But yeah, it's a uh, interesting. Uh, Interesting way of life down there. Yeah. Interesting is an euphemism for awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not particularly religious or Republican. So, not to say that most of them are, but most of them are. So, most of them are. Yeah. <laughs> well, Houston's different because it's a big city and it's just awful. It just takes the worst of all of the things of big cities and the South. And oh, yeah. Well, compared to like Austin, which is amazing. And I haven't spent a lot of time in Dallas, but they just seem like very colorful. And then Houston. Is very gray. Houston is a city that has, and let's just turn this into the Bash Houston show. Houston is a city that has um, any. It's it's almost like they've intentionally tried to scrub out any of the character that it might have. There are cool neighborhoods here and there, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. some of my wife's friends live in them. And, yeah. But in general, it's just like humid and flat and yeah. stanky. And oh yeah. There's just nothing good about it. Very little good about it. Oh yeah. There, you Except can find for those pockets, some some of the but... family in our family lives there. That's yeah. Amazing. The only redeeming thing. Well, my family lives there now, too. They moved from my hometown to oh, really? that. But, um, yeah, it's it's different, for sure. And then, But then you end up in London and Barcelona, so it must have been... Yeah. Barcelona is the Houston of Spain. Oh. You shut your <laughs> I'm mouth. I'm sorry, that's, that's Toledo. <laughs> that is untrue. It's totally untrue. Barcelona is amazing. I've heard my nothing but good things place. about Barcelona. <laughs> How can you not like it? Like ugh. I have never been, but I've had it's friends who've gone. I, I thought it was pronounced... London uh, is the Houston of England. <laughs> <laughs> that's just my... That's my go-to. I would say Birmingham is probably the Houston. <laughs> Can you pronounce Barcelona with the Castilian S? Barcelona. There you go. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, based, yeah. On, based on the fact that their royalty had was so inbred, they had horrible speech impediment. Oh. Aww. That's absolutely <laughs> true. Absolutely true. I really like the gypsies. Yeah? Yeah. Well... They don't have horrible speech impediments. No, 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 no. Did you know that like, like the there's like uh, like Irish gypsy, gypsies, which are like the called Roma, I think, the, or is that the Italian gypsies? Uh, the travelers. Uh, travelers, yeah, they're yeah, like a protected yeah. class now. Are like, they really? Yeah, yeah. Like you, yeah, just like if they were a religious group or a you know transgender you know, people here, you know, there's some there's some cities that honor like. The fact that we have transgender people. But what what protections would you? Need? I mean, I can understand like the whole the whole traveler lifestyle because yeah. it's it's a lot more. There's families. It's not like a drag queens or or transgendered folks roam around in packs and vans, except they for Priscilla sh- Queen, Queen of the Desert. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but if they did, I could totally see that. That would be kind of awesome if they were just. That would be amazing and, if it was just like a traveling. 
Not even a show, I think that. I think wherever they would go, there would be a show. Right? Somewhere. And it would be <laughs> Not to stereotypes, but come on now. My God. <laughs> I would pay to see that. Totally. Have you ever done the, uh, they have uh, Drag Queen Bingo at uh, Hamburger Mary's in West Hollywood. Oh, okay. And they, they splice in like little, they do performances in between the bingo. It would be awesome if they just did it completely and, and <laughs> completely straight. Straight, yeah. Just yeah. completely like, like a bingo game. There's no comment on it, just boom, done. I'm sorry, you, you actually missed a spot here. Yeah, exactly. So, go we'll take your seat. The prizes are still available. <laughs> That's right. Could someone bring me a lot? But with the crazy, extra crazy dress. Yeah, like yeah, insane yeah. wig makeup. Right, right. <laughs> Giant wigs. I think they do a comedy night too, but I'm not sure. Regardless, I That's, gil- them that's gilding the lily. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hilarious. Uh, I don't know, we went down a rabbit hole. That's okay. <laughs> that has, happens often. So how, how long have you been in Los Angeles now? Um, I think, wait, I know this answer. Yeah, Seven see, years. No, it's, it'll be five in the fall. But I, that's the oh, real I'm sorry, answer. Six years. Six? I've been here six, and you've been here a little longer than I have. Have I? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's, t- it's twenty eleven. Well, it will be six. It'll be six this at the end of the year. It'll be six. Okay, I'm, then yeah, because it's the fall is when I got here. Yeah. Oh my! I need to start writing this down so I don't. So you either got here a couple months before me, or I think you actually got here a year before me. It was September. I moved yeah. here. Yeah. Um. Oh four or oh five, I guess. Point three three or one thirty. <laughs> I oh, write it down in my calendar so I never forget. I know it's September twelfth. That's yeah. No. Yeah. Number. Never that's, forget. That's, my, that's when the, I got married. The day after, never forget. Oh. Yeah, that's how I know. So that. I got married to Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. She's a fickle bride. <laughs> um, yeah. LA is But I tell you tell <laughs> casting directors that you haven't been here that long because um. Oh really? They like the uh, they like the, the idea meat? of like the fresh meat. Yeah, like right off the bus. You haven't been <laughs> discovered yet. You're new, exciting. Really? Do like, people? Oh, I totally <laughs> am. Do people get discovered? I think we had we've had this talk before. People just don't get discovered anymore. It's just the way the system. No, no one. Works. I don't think yeah. anyone ever really. Tell gets us a little discovered. bit about because I don't know. We 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 haven't delved in this too much. We had several great actors and actresses on the show. I don't think we've delved too much into pursuing like casting. Yeah. How? What is your? We talked with Janie about casting a little bit. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. I think the other actors you've had on the show have been a lot more successful. Than I, think, I, have. <laughs> I don't frankly, feel like I'm the right Frankly, person. I think we've. Frankly, I think we've talked to every actor on we've had on the show about casting in some capacity. Yeah. But, but with folks like uh, like uh, Kevin Pollack. You know, it's mostly like people like me, and then they give me a job. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's all so, it is. Right. So, you know. So, so if you're if you're if you're at the point where you haven't been, you know, in in a big movie a where you're, like a featured actor like right. Beth Grant has, or yeah. you know, Kevin Pollock was one of on this ensemble, Usual Suspects. Yeah. Like you're pursuing the the either character roles or just kind of you know as I've said I, I would I always love to play thug number two or <laughs> you know hillbilly jukebox whatever so how, how does that work for you pursuing those roles like how do you I mean the web series is obviously is um, yeah you said is a friend of yours who yeah. brought you on but then there's well, other... all three of us came up with the concept right um for that which because we all went to college together whatever we're all, right yeah but the uh like you were in a tv movie recently um, was I? Uh, Let's go to the IMDb. Oh no, oh no. Because that's where I found out. Um, well, that's actually just saying that you're pursuing a role is 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 kind of incorrect because you don't need, they tell you what you come in for, you mm-hmm. know? So you're like, all right, I'll give this one a shot. And 
and uh, see how that works out. Dude, very little is in your hands, so I, I call it my zen actor place where you just gotta go in and, and do your thing and feel good about what you can control personally and move on from it and see what happens next. Because uh, it's real easy to get that downward spiral in the overthinking and yeah. what if I would have shaved their hands or what if maybe my perfume smelled bad or I don't know. There's so much stuff. They don't like your eyebrows. They don't like your shoes. They think your pants are too tight. Hair's not, not tight enough. Gonna, not tight enough. I was going to mention that. <laughs> yeah. Your pants are embarrassingly tight. Just going to say. <laughs> um. So you were a surfer girl in Dilly. Mm. It's a Band of Horses music video. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have it listed as TV movie. No way! Yeah. That's a who. That was so weird. I, I submitted to it because I love Band of Horses. Yeah, good band. And then I, I got up, they just cast off the photo. How do they like, play their what? instruments with those hooves? <laughs> okay, Jean, you're, I think you're under the impression that there's a lot more hooved creatures in the entertainment industry than there actually are. And there are some. I think they're mostly agents. We're making a lot of strides in that respect. <laughs> but we're still not there. Yeah. America's not ready for, for ungulates. Oh my god, yes. Uh, America's next top centaur. That'd be good. Ooh. Second centaur reference of the day. Yeah. They like leggy and muscular. <laughs> um, you've been in a couple of videos lately. Bonk? Oh, that was a web series. That was a web series. That was interesting. I thought I was, um, the, the casting breakdown. Uh, said it was like a the casting breakdown said it was like a um, a reality show satire mm -hmm. I know it used that word about abortion so I don't know if I right. misread it but it was I was like uh, this is gonna be hysterical like all these or, pregnant girls in America votes awful <laughs> no I'm like this I, I love these people for sure. doing something so right, right. like well it's either gonna be really really good or Really, really bad. Right. I'm like, what a, like, balls. Love sure. it. And then I get cast in it, and then I find out it's in San Diego, and then I find out, um, in a super, like, David Lynchy, like, um, evidence clues here kind of way, I'm in a green room, and then, like, I hear someone say something about, like, a saint and passing, and then, like, I see a piece of paper on the table about a Catholic school like extracurricular activity and I realized this whole thing is being put on by a Catholic university and and I, I said something initially coming into it I think I said the F word or something and it was like a record scratch and so everything's <laughs> starting to add up in my head and I'm shooting with these people for five months and this is like day one these people may sound like they were bad I was very uncomfortable because right, I'm right, like right. I think I just signed on for a PSA about pro-life right 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 uh, luckily it turned out it was not they, they were, like, aggressively trying to, to maintain a neutral perspective and, and make it this, like, audience experiment about just opening... The, their whole goal was to open um, a discussion about abortion right. in, in not a, a violent way, which I think they achieved. Each episode has, like, twenty to 30,000 views and just pages and pages of comments from all walks of life and... I think they achieved their goal, and, and luckily I didn't offend anyone in the process with my uh, profanity. Your, so, your apostasy. With my, my whore mouth. Or your tight your pants. whore mouth. And my tight pants. And eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and you wear too much perfume. Ah. Uh, 
I have to say about regarding the abortion issue, <clears throat> I have to say that having a kid really skews your perspective. And I am totally pro-life in as much as that is a baby. Mm-hmm. You have a choice. And I would like to see the the flip side of it where kids are educated on what exactly that means and have, you know, if you're going to engage in sexual activity, you 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 know have contraceptive options right. and you understand what those mean you know it's like nobody should have to go through that because it, it you know and it just kills me to think about you know if Tish had lost our baby who's right. totally awesome you know and have to voluntarily go through that or be feel like you're in that position you know you still need to have that choice but I think it goes hand in hand with the responsibility end of it you know yeah I mean and that's the thing is it's like if you're gonna say you know you can't have an abortion, and you also can't be educated on how sex happens and right. how babies are made. Right, right. It's like you're just, you know, you're just fucking everything up. Yeah. Well, and it was interesting. I was, I was, like, one hundred percent of one opinion, and yeah. even just watching the show and reading the the comments from people, which they were moderated in that if someone got too um, nasty or something, sure. it would be removed, which was a nice thing. Because yeah, a lot of people were sharing really personal experiences with, with their bodies and their children and yeah. whatever. And, um, it did make me think really hard on it, which, I mean, I'm pretty liberal and uh, closed-minded <laughs> <laughs> in that aspect. So it was, it was, I was touched by it. Yeah, like I said, I just never, you know, I never gave it much thought before no. I had a kid. And there's a lot of things yeah. that really bother me now. Really, really bother me that, that we were watching something the other day, and I'm just like, you know, oh, actually, we were watching something this morning, and I, I just had to turn it off. There's some story on, on, on Phoebe Snow on um, on CBS this morning, and I guess she, her kid was born with some horrible thing, and I'm like, I can't watch this. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, you know, it's just like, and and that's the abortion thing for me now. It's like, it's like, don't want to hear it. You have yeah. a choice. Everyone deserves to have that choice to make, but other than that. You know, don't be put in a position to make that choice. Yeah. You know, I just, I can see why people go nuts. Yeah. You know, later on in life, either way, you know, I can, I can totally see why, you know, people who've had abortions are like the most vocal critics of it now. And I mean, it's just, it's so, and why make, why get to the point where you're making that crazy making stuff right. when you can just say, look, if you have sex, unprotected sex, you're going to have, eventually something's going to go wrong. Unless you're sterile, Mm -hmm. you're going to have a kid, and that's a responsibility. And it's a responsibility to decide to terminate that pregnancy or continue and keep that baby. Yeah. You know, if you don't have the facts or if you're, you know, you're fucking shit up. It's like it's like it's like if we didn't teach kids how to drive cars and then just hand them car keys and they could just go out and you know run people over. It's like we have driver's education. We should have sex education. Or the tractor on the farm. Precisely. If you're rural. That's how a lot of people. You can drive those before cars, can't you? Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. Yeah. Fourteen or fifteen or something. Yeah. yeah. Thirteen maybe. Like a lot of kids drive. That's sure. how they learn how to drive yeah. in that part of the country. But that's a lot. You're a lot less. Well, uh, let's use that they analogy. Move a lot slower. And they also have sex with a lot of farm animals, and you can't get those pregnant. Either. No, you can't. So. I wish you could. Then you can have centaurs. <gasps> and bands of horses. That's right. Yes. yes. Band of centaurs. Band of horse men horses. Oh my goodness. So tell me also about Headshots Incorporated. I remember. Oh, yeah. I was really excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great transition. Um, it was this friend of mine, my, my two close friends actually. They're, they're both 
uh, writers and one leans more towards the directing so they partner up and do a lot of stuff and um, they came up with this short film Headshots Inc and uh, it was a hoot like we shot it on a minimal budget and we ended up getting some great stuff for, for what we had to offer and um, I think it, it, it played at the Atlanta Film Festival I'm not sure if another one too but um, I was really proud of it and I think they were too Cool. So, I like that. Guns. Audience about the premise. Oh, I'm. I. Uh, it opens on this girl, and you know she's about to have a big day. She's someone's assistant, and um, she gets into the office. You can tell she's very professional, and then um, the boss comes in, and she has this big folder prepared, very like type A organized person. And she's asking for a raise, and then eventually you discover that uh, he's a hitman, and she's his very capable assistant, and. Um, kind of just a day in the life literally just their day and and if she gets the raise or not um, but yeah it was it was a lot of fun got to work with some nice people yeah. some nice folks <laughs> downtown los angeles where the uh where the the rapes get interrupted by the railroad cops Woo! go railroad cops. keeping railroad safe it's funny because usually the the smaller the jurisdiction of the the uh, peace officers, the mm-hmm. more dickish they are. <laughs> that, see, what's funny, they were so nice and they literally, they just fucked with us. They yeah. were like, because um, what we were shooting was like a 70s cop parody. Right. And there was half of a hot dog on set involved in our shooting and the... That that, that does not sound good. <laughs> yeah, right. Any well, situation with half a hot dog, well, uh, something crap. Just so happened. you know, Brody, it was a vegan hot dog. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. A cast member was... Is vegan. Um, and they came <laughs> Was on. vegan after they had that grody vegan hot dog. <laughs> they were not vegan anymore. Uh, and one, I think he was Russian, um, was just like, like, hey, let me give you one piece of advice. No, no hot dogs on you. No hot dogs in investigating. And just like constantly just like <laughs> so they ripping they, up the script. Like, what's the deal with this? This isn't what a hooker wears. Like, what, <laughs> have you guys done any research? Are we consultants now? Are we helping you? And then, yeah, it was great. I'm like, you got, like, you're really enjoying this. In that like half dick, half yeah, yeah, yeah. funny way. But they let us off the hook. Nice. Were you shooting without a permit or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, absolutely, we were. Nice. I thought they were going to go the whole... You, I'm like, I thought it was concrete. You go the student film route. Right. But they were honest. And they are like, no, we've been out of school for a while. And we're just trying to make something. Like, oh, why did you just lie to them? Sure. What's wrong with you? And then he took our IDs. And I'm like, okay, well, good call. <laughs> the dangers. It's a dangerous job we do. It is. It's like... Railroads and cops. Spiver, and hot dogs. Oh hot dogs. Vegan Vegans. hot dogs. Vegans. Vegans are the most dangerous game of all. That's right. <laughs> um, you were in a movie called The Life of Lucky Cucumber. Oh my god. As Ms. Nashville. I feel like James Lipton right now. Tell us about... <laughs> yeah, totally. Scrumtrolescent. Yeah, that's, that's the best. Yeah, I think that was... um. The first thing I did out here, it was totally a friend of a friend, and they needed somebody. I was also supposed to get paid for that and get some SAG vouchers, but neither <laughs> one of those things happened. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I really want to say about that. It all was, right. Uh, you have the James Lipton beard kind of going. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I have more hair uh-huh. on top. You should get for some now. glasses. For now. He has glasses, right? He does. Yeah. He does. No, yeah. I'm. I'm very. I see happy. stare. Because he constantly look. He constantly looks like 
mildly surprised at things. Did you know he was a pimp in France? No way. He sang the Thundercats theme song. What? Yes. This, these are all things I am going to look up on the internet because <laughs> I do not believe them. A pimp in France. Thundercats That's where we found out about them, so. Thundercats is true. You should look that up on the internet. I read it I'm on doing this right. com. Oh, <laughs> do not lie. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, he was not a pimp in France. What was he doing in France? He was hanging out and he... Smoking cloves. Yeah. Got, got roped into helping a madam out. He's also really old. Holy moly. Brilliant on Arrested Development, I have to say. He's 84 years old. No, he is not. He is 84 years old. He has to dye his hair. Look how scary oh, yeah. he looks in that picture. That Actually, looks I like the Wax the, Museum version I, I of him. I think that's the nicest I've ever seen him. <laughs> I was thinking that's actually a good picture of him. He always reminds me of, in, in pro wrestling, um, <laughs> there's there's always this stock character of, like, the, the kind of, like, the Satanist or, like, the very dark, right. like, you know, evil person. Especially, like, the wrestling managers, and they always manage, like, the huge guys who are supposed to, like, be these beasts, you know? And so he always reminds me of, like, a pro wrestling manager. <laughs> Kind of oily. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. got that going for Like, uh, what's his name? Jimmy Hart? Yeah, but more like um, James... Uh, I don't even remember the names, and you guys wouldn't recognize him anyway, because <laughs> I'm the wrestling <laughs> nerd here. But, um, yeah. Did you ever um, watch Inside the Actor Studio? Oh, yeah. Oh, Everybody's yeah. seen episodes yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Have you totally done, like, the how you would answer the questions at the end? I feel Not... like everybody has had to do that in their brain at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't know them well enough off the top of my head. Well, it's always what are you like, going to say to God? For you guys both. What are you going to say? What is it? Yeah, I, never, I remember what other what's job you, would What's you your do? favorite profanity? That's the, that's the number right, one. Here we I go. think about that all here the time. Here we go. We're, and we're going to do this round table style. This mm-hmm. is a shaky <clears> one first. What? Are we really? Are we gonna answer? Yes. 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 Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes. We will. We will. Grub so like, I'll let you pick the order as our guest. No. No. Oh, I'll go last. You two first. Okay. okay. So I can think about them more. All right. Uh, Jean, what is your favorite word? Word in general? Yes. Mm, boy, that's a good question. Uh, what is my favorite word? Mine is love. Oh fuck you, Brody! Oh my god! Oh my god! If uh, if I could muster the energy to puke on you right now, I totally would do that. Did you answer that sincerely or ironically? I'm gonna punch you in the chest either way. Brody's always sincere. I know. I just, um, what is my favorite word? Boy, I'm gonna have to pass and come back to that. I have to think. Oh, yeah. that's, that's 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 go go. When, when, All when right, go it's on you, Lindsay. When you go round table? No, uh, I thought we were gonna go round table. So come back to me. Come back to me. Okay. Um, we should start with a guest anyway. No, I don't want to go part. Um, I say boner a lot. I think I enjoy that word. It's funny. Favorite, Your favorite word in general? Uh-huh, I think so. Or so, erotic, that word also. Erotic is good. Erotic is good. good. These plants are very erotic. Erotic. You have to say erotic. Erotic. The, the, the uh, Patrick Stewart episode of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> the cakes. The cakes. This is an erotic bakery. <laughs> <laughs> The, but all the cakes have women peeing on them. <laughs> that, that's because it's an erotic bakery. Oh, <laughs> um, God, man, I, that's a really good. That's a, I, I honestly don't know if I have a single favorite word. I think your favorite word is. Ugh. Uh, it's not a word though. You make it a word though. Onomatopoeia, maybe. Uh, that's yeah, that would be okay. We'll say onomatopoeia because it's verbose. All right. And it describes things that I do like. Ah. Uh, Gene, what is your least favorite word? I think racism. 
No. <laughs> so not my least favorite word. Um, oh, I think jizz is a pretty bad word. You don't Ooh. like that one? Jizz is a pretty bad word. I don't like the word naive because naive. I don't like how it's spelled. With the weird little and It's like umlaut. Naive. And I didn't, when I was a kid, I didn't understand what it meant. I was mm-hmm. naive to the meaning. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So that's my least favorite word, I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, I don't like the word. I don't, I don't even feel good about saying it. Uh, I call it number three. It starts with a D. <laughs> number three with a D. Well, when you pee, it's number one, and then number two. Yeah. But then when you take it to the next level with number two, then it's Oh, diarrhea. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Diarrhea is But see... Stand that word. Diarrhea is... You, can, you, you might have to use it in a medical context. That's my only problem with that as, a, as your least favorite word. And I'm not... No criticism. I understand. I'm just trying to spread the knowledge of calling it number three. Mm-hmm. I just can't see when your patient presented with uh, nausea and number threes. He's making a lot of number threes. <laughs> Our dogs actually had number three this week. That's so. the worst. I have yeah. a dog too. And when they, like, you have to take care of it. And I just dry heave from the moment I'm reaching down Ugh, so it yeah. gets to the toilet and then mm-hmm. some. Mm-hmm. No good. Yeah. What turns you on, Gene? Creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Uh oh! <laughs> do I need to answer all three, or do I, or just in general? In general. Diarrhea. <laughs> no. How awful would that be? Oh my god! I'm uh, sure there's a porn for that. I yes. know there's a porn uh-huh, for that, uh-huh. and, and it comes from Germany. Uh-huh. That's um, the best what turns one too. What, what turns me on? Um, I think uh, humor and working with uh, working with fine people. Yeah. That's that's and that probably fulfills all three. Mm-hmm. Fat asses on chicks. That too. They make the rock and roll go. They do. Yeah. That's the best song in the world. One of my one of my friends who's a who's a stripper um, and fairly well endowed in the acicular area. Oh. Um, they played a double. They played a, her her two song set was or one of her two song sets was uh, was Fat Bottom Girls and I like big butts. Nice. It was pretty good. She's a good sport about it. Uh, just to add to that, my my favorite strip performance I've ever seen was a very tiny Asian woman mm-hmm. taking off her clothes to everybody was kung fu fighting. Sweet, wow! It's the Sweet. highlight. Sexist of and racist. My men, yeah, and she was like, <laughs> and when it would do the like kung fu fighting, and then like boom, <laughs> pop out of a shirt and like rip. Yeah, she was she was doing like for, <laughs> for those of you without the premium video feed, Lindsay's doing the, the miming of the ripping the shirt. Yes. That Jane Curtin made famous on Saturday Night Live. Yes. Who else did that on Saturday? It was great. But moving on, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, for me, um, I'm gonna say creatively. I like I like backstory. I'm obsessed with backstory. Um, I it's is that me, a word? Is that a euphemism for diarrhea? <laughs> I call it. Let's call it backstory. <laughs> oh man, I was drinking last night. I think I totally left a whole couple pages of backstory. <laughs> well, actually. Yeah. In the bathtub, all over the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my character process of writing, <laughs> there's a lot of backstory. When I act, I really like to know the backstory <laughs> of my character. <laughs> Lindsay? Um, I would say comedy in general. The uh, For all three, yeah, you get a lot of that. Laughter is the best medicine. That it is. Right. And, and living well is the best revenge. <laughs> Ooh! Always, well, that's, yeah, my mom said that. I'm sure she uh, got it off somebody else. My, my, well, that's certainly she did because I think that saying's been around forever. But um, the the um, John Houston line, 
is is my favorite thing like that is is always live high on the hog Ooh. and he was saying that like it was it was irish castle smoking a cigar it was like some it's like some uh documentary i saw of him always live high on the hog of course he ended up broke yeah Aww. that's what happens because he lives so but high he's, but he's dead so he doesn't care anymore no. what turns you off creatively spiritually or emotionally and by the way, they don't always air all these questions right, on right, the episodes, right, right. but these, yeah. they ask all these questions at the time. Um, I, I, I think people who are um, really, truly dicks, who are very unhappy. Mm-hmm. And, Railroad dicks? Yeah. <laughs> Hotel dicks, actually. Um, uh, people, who are, people who are so unhappy, they have to make other people unhappy. Mm-hmm. That's ultimately, I think, the cause of almost all the evil in the world. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, yeah, the, and, and, and Lindsay and I were having the conversation off mic about rudeness. About me? Mm-hmm. Yes, and yes, specifically hand about you and, and your rudeness. Rudeness and Jean. Um, yeah, it's just it's not necessary, and especially when you're in any creative yeah. endeavor, whether it's a short film or in the office of a reality I, show. I, mm-hmm. I'd, go so far, I'd go so far as to say it's, it's worse than rudeness. I think people can be rude and inadvertently. You can be short, or you can not not get your point across. Mm-hmm. And and and, but I think there's a, there's a different level of. I've run into people who, and not really. And it's funny, not really in, in the entertainment stuff that I've done, but in in other jobs that I've had, people who are just hateful people, yeah, and want to make other people miserable. You know, that is. Yeah, I, I never understand the need for the shouting, and I haven't encountered it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even talking about. It doesn't even have to be yelling. It doesn't have to be abusive. Yeah, because yeah. I think people can get into patterns where they're where they're. That's how they think people communicate. Yeah, right. But they're not necessarily bad people, and you can kind of work around that stuff. It's when you. It, it's only happened a couple times, and I can only maybe count two or three people that I just think are that if I could shoot them in the back of the head and dump them down a mine shaft, I would do that because the world would be a better place. Right. You know, because they are just not good people. You know, those, that's the worst, that's the absolute worst thing I can think of. Yeah. What about you? Um, I can't, I'm trying to think of what's a better, like, umbrella word for, I think it all comes under, like, disrespect or being inconsiderate. I think disrespect <coughs> works better because it is, like, disrespecting someone's ideas and thoughts, disrespecting their time is so huge. Oh, shit. Sure. Yeah. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. My, oh, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it just all, I think, boils down to that. Yeah. And you have to, it's like you have to work so hard to be that miserable. That's what I'm saying. It takes that's what I'm so saying. much work. <clears throat> that's, Why? that's what I'm saying is it seems like... You must exhaust yourself being yeah. such an asshole. Yeah. Brody, did you say first say yours? Yeah, I was just kind of... Okay. I think we all have the same answer to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, these I know from myself, but I'll ask Gene first, keeping the, the rotation going. What sound or noise do you love? What sound or noise do I love? Well, probably my baby talking at this point. Very cool. The sound of her voice. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. Feel free to melt. Yes. <laughs> Ladies... I'm taken. <laughs> I, I like, and um, you know, we've talked on the show before about how we see actors, male or female, as actors um, and musicians and things like that. We don't bring gender into what we think of them. But I have to admit a bias for uh, really good female singers, whether it be my wife and when I fell in love with her voice when her band, or you know, Nico Case. Nico Case has made me cry like in person when I see her play and uh, not just because she kicked you in the balls right <laughs> no 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 
Um, that was after this, the concert. Um, <laughs> the She has a song, Favorite, which is on... Um, it was a tour-only EP, but I think it's been released generally now. It's called Canadian Amp, and she has a song, Favorite. She also does a live version on The Tigers Have Spoken, and it's just, oh, so good. Um, so chicks. Or yeah. even just like Patsy Cline singing crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Ugh, so good. Yeah. That's my favorite. Oh. She was going to say something generic like summer because it's like the grilling and the wind and the noises my dogs make, but... Sounds of summer. I love music so much that's, and that's such a everybody does like, like people, band of horses people like to breathe yes some band people don't like music there are arcade fire local natives and beach house and yeah like that shit moves you yeah. you uh, it's hard to like i don't know no need to cry someone but yeah <laughs> may, i feel like i can i use music to express emotion yeah that is harder for me to express in real life what's like your, one of your favorite emotional songs we can make that today's song oh my god um right now is a uh, zebra by beach house i was hoping it was going to be something completely ridiculous um like everybody's um, working for the i could never be a woman <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like Bat Out of Hell or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard a Meatloaf song last night. Meatloaf's a good singer. He is. Has been for years. Now, what's your least favorite sound? Ugh, that sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, my least favorite sound probably that the body that your upstairs neighbors just dropped on the floor. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I would say probably like screeching tires makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not a good sound. That's almost never followed by anything fun. Right. Yeah. Um, mine is. There, there, there it is. There's yours. Oh. But see, that's peeling out. That's different. That was yeah. that wasn't like a break sound. Right. That yeah. Like sound. I I can actually reenact mine for a second mm-hmm. give me a second Lindsay you answer hopefully it's not stabbing at <laughs> pardon me well, I can get this knife uh, I hate the sound of uh, one person clapping in like a room where there's not like if someone clapped right now it really oh. hurts mm. my ears I think yeah. it's jarring like in a car someone's like oh great story oh, mm-hmm. and then they like mm-hmm. smack their hands together every time I'm like oh. that's no good um I, for me... I think I know what you're going to do. I'm, go- I'm going to reveal a big idiosyncrasy of mine. Gargling sound? No. Just listen. The sound of pouring. Really? <laughs> for some reason, it gives me the chills. I hate it. Weird. You I are so weird, dude. Do not like it. That's I- freakazoidal. That... That, that makes no sense to me. I don't like that. That is nonsensical. That's very your hatred, your hatred of that sound is nonsensical. Which is crazy because I love drinks. Were you, yeah. Were you molested by a glass of water as a child? <laughs> I was molested. It got all over me. <laughs> That's right. He owned a bike shop. <laughs> we went behind the bike shop. Yes. Um. Yeah. Weird, dude. That's weird. I totally get yours though. Yeah. Because that would probably be my second. Um, you know. That'd be my second least favorite sound. Would be like, <clears throat> like a loud nobody joke. laughing at a nobody laughing at a comedy show, like silence at a comedy show, oh. and screeching tires. I might bump that up to number one, silence at a comedy show. I was just reading uh, Bossy Pants, and uh, oh. Tina Fey was talking about um, 
doing improv shows where the audience was so quiet you could hear a lady putting gum in her napkin in the back row. <laughs> Ew. Oh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, that sound. Yeah. That would be the worst sound. Yeah. Like, I'll change my answer. What is your favorite <clears throat> curse word? Oh, fuck is probably my favorite curse word. I think mine too. Oh, see, I always thought, this is the question I was referring to. Because right, for right, years right. I've been thinking sure. about what I would say. And I really always wanted to do... Like a combination word, like fucktard or fucktard, fucktard. I almost did, I almost said that. Like earning our explicit tag today. Taint, taint face. Cuts too just hardcore for. for no, no, the, no. That's why like America gives it so much power. I know. You take it away, and it's just a really fun well, word to say it, with the like the k and the. Yeah. Uh, I think I like with the i n and the apostrophe at the end. But not as a verb, but as a like, this is fucking great. Oh, fucking. Oh, yeah, with the, yeah. I think we cut and I'm like, I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Are you high, dude? <laughs> oh, cutting. That's just See? That's a good one. Up. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> a- ass. <laughs> ass. Now never. this is like the Tourette's syndrome <laughs> portion ass, of the ass. show. Yeah. Dickhole. I like that a lot. Dickhole. Yeah, oh, that's just that. totally that's that was the best gag in Deuce Bigelow Male Gigolo, which is saying something. Was the end of the movie where um, they said that the Amy Poehler's character that had Tourette syndrome opened up the dick lick shit balls Academy for girls. <laughs> oh, that was like I, that's like one of the few things I that movie. That. And it was just and it was just that little little you know coda at the end. They just flashed <laughs> the card up for the, her epilogue, and it was like she opened up the dick lick shit balls Academy for, for girls. girls. <laughs> Gene George, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Oh, I'd like to be a comedian, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kill myself, and I probably will just go and kill myself. Um, yeah, I would. <clears throat> uh, I'll, I'll probably go with uh, millionaire, <laughs> millionaire dilettante. No, um, what profession other than my own? I think I've done a lot of stuff, so yeah. I kind of this is the. I've lived it all. I what what else do I need to do? Well, that's the thing is I yeah, astronaut. I'm the high hawk. Astronaut. No, I'm astronaut. No, okay, that's the thing. I I know too much about being an astronaut. Yeah, it's like that's a shitty job. There's a lot mm-hmm. of number three in the suits. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why the backstory. No, no, no. That's why the uh, that's why the astronaut ice cream is for. Oh, plugs you up. There you go. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I I would say um, I'll probably say I, I I would say I haven't uh, I haven't directed a film. I would say director because that always. So what you really want to do is direct. direct. Absolutely, <laughs> I, no. I, I that's I would say if I had to pick something because because I consider myself a comedian yeah. and even though I don't write as much as I should, I consider myself yeah. a writer. So I, I don't honestly feel like I, I mean I've written a play, I've directed a play, I've starred in plays, I've, I've done stand up. You know, done improv, so I can't say actor, stand up, improv, yeah. writer, so I would say director. I, that's one thing, like film director. I've yeah. been to the play, I've directed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was kind of brody like. It was a little brody students. <laughs> Enjoy it! For me, profession other than what I kind of already do, which is, you know, um, as far as write, oh, I haven't made that announcement yet. We'll talk about that later. I might have a good announcement about oh, that. Oh, Jesus, tease that one. I'm in love. All right, fine. I'm going to be a regular staff writer for the fight now. What? I'll be like a monthly, it'll be a monthly thing. I'm not just doing freelance now. So I will. Are you going to be the token straight guy? I. That's me. That's thank amazing. you, thank you very much. Uh, so probably still covers. Don't turn gay. 
<laughs> don't let them turn you gay. Oh, goodness. Get my regards down from them. Right. <laughs> don't let them turn you gay. <laughs> I'll probably still um, cover the city politics beat mm-hmm. and um, also do some event stuff. So that looks like it's in the world. Very cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So I am a writer, um, but, you know, I'm still staying in reality TV because I love it so much. And um, well, see, this 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 brings up an interesting point about this question. Yeah, is it something that because I'm not there's I've made six hundred bucks doing comedy and writing in my career, so I'm I'm not a successful comedian writer or whatever, you know. So if it's something that as a profession where I will be making money at it, I will definitely say writer or comedian. Sure, sure, sure. Right. You know. But, but no, that's what you are. Yeah. I know, I know. That's what I identify sure. as. I yeah. self-identify as it. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, I would like to be... Anyway. I would like to know how to... Anyway. Car- a cartographer, but I don't know anything about how to make maps, but cartographers... One of my friends um, went through the, um, the uh, geography program at um, Penn State. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, he was really interested in it. We went to, there was a, a maps, uh, cartography map making place in yeah. uh, in Oregon that we went to. And um, it was really cool. I love map making. I, I think it's fascinating. That's a good, that's a good call. Or I'd like to run a, like run a coffee house. French pimp. <laughs> or French pimp. Lindsay? Um, I think I'd like to be uh, like a nutritionist slash like chef or something. Very oh, cool. Yeah. I you really can make like things food. from my coffee house. Yeah. I love to cook. And, and I, like I can to... come in and be an asshole director. Yes. <laughs> Where's my latte? What the fuck is this? What is this? What, what, what is this? What I, planet are you from where you make shit like this? I this with all these scripts in my hand. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Actually, it would probably be my assistant going to be Nice. Yeah, I feel like I like to. Um, Don't you know who this is for? Like, find uh, healthy options for yummy foods. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm like tricking the system. It makes me feel like I'm like a guerrilla warfare person against bad tasting food. Good Very story. Cool. Dig that. Backstory. Oh. I dug that. The backstory just came flowing out of you. <laughs> See how it works. <laughs> Jean, besides your day job, what profession would you not like to do? Besides my day job, that's a good one. Um, Because nobody wants to do their day job, I don't think. Oh, I would probably say mass grave filler. (laughs) Okay. That's a, yeah, it's mm-hmm. rough work. I would say anything anything having to do with filling or emptying mass graves, probably not a good idea. Uh Yeah. Um, I've been a bank. Maybe you should ask. Maybe you should ask me that last, because I seem like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I've been a bank teller, and I didn't particularly enjoy it. Although I met some. Cool Where in the old west? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picturing. Pretty much. Like Scotts, old Scottsdale. Oh yeah. Um, and it, the people were nice, you know, but <clears throat> I just wearing a tie. I think anything where I. But I do like dressing up in a nice suit every once in a while. But there's a difference between there's dressing up when you're like a lady. <laughs> there's, it was, it was a, a woman's pantsuit. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's a difference between being forced. There's a difference between yeah. your dress code and how you like to dress. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, there's certain retail I would like, like coffee shop, but I wouldn't necessarily like to work at a, a Mervyn's. I don't even know if Mervyn's are no. I don't think they're around anymore. No, they're not. I always hated going to Mervyn's with my mom. I had to be there to buy his clothes. Might as well say Zodies. <laughs> yeah. 
Corduroy. I remember Corduroy from those chain stores. Love yeah. Corduroy. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I don't think I'd want to work as a, a seamstress. Because it sounds very like hot. Like I think of like yeah, those. And also, you'd have to get a sex change because then you'd be a tailor. If you There's were. that too. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I like. I you know, like, think of like people working in these those hot. Like, uh-huh. A sweatshop. Yeah, I don't want to work in a sweatshop. <laughs> that's probably. I'll just, I'll just come out and say it. I don't want to work in a factory ever again. That's for sure. I worked yeah. in a factory for a while, and it was boo. Also. Definitely wouldn't. Thumbs work. down on manual labor. Don't want to work in a slaughterhouse. Lindsay, what about you? Um, I wouldn't like to do anything that deals with the butthole. So not a proctologist. Nope. And not those people. Not who... a digitizer. Not. Um, What's a, a? I know digitizing video. No, see, that's why I never applied for that job the first time it was uh, brought up because digitizing is actually when you use your digit, your finger, to manually get the waste out of you when okay. you can't do it yourself. You can do it to yourself. You can have someone do it. Or you nurses have to do it a lot. Right, um, right. Groomers have to like do the anal glands with yeah, the dogs. I don't want yeah. anything to do with that. Oh, you're talking about, you're just like cross-species. Of the butthole, mm. period. Okay. Whatever hole you own as a <laughs> mammal or... You gotta own your hole, I think it, I think it's all anuses. I think it's yeah. a little okay. That's fair. spectrum of... I mean, as much you get like the worms and things like that, they have like cloacas. <laughs> Yes. All right. If heaven exists, and maybe people at this table don't believe it does, but pretend it does, and right. don't believe it does. I'm pretending. What would you like to hear God, if there was a God, say? Is there you, is there a reverse to this question? What do you not want God to say? Because I would say it would be anything like, what's up? <laughs> I, I, I think the question should be, <laughs> if there's a hell, what will the devil say to you? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the afterlife. Let's say that. Let's, let's let's make this <coughs> across all denominations because there's different concepts of the afterlife right. in all religions. When you end up in the afterlife, what do you want the entity there or entities? Yeah, I don't know. Saying to you, if 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 there's an afterlife, I'd probably be like, oh, big surprise, huh? That would probably be what I'd like to hear the person. Yeah, I would want them to say, "Don't worry, <laughs> what what." I thought of something else. We no one can see you masturbate. <laughs> that would probably be we don't we don't pay attention to that stuff. I wanted them to say, "Don't worry, you didn't have anything else to do." Oh, see, so yeah. Oh yeah. Like it was, it was fine. Like you, you got everything done you were supposed to do. Right. It's too late now, anyway. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Why don't you just chillax? Just chillax. I, we we we. Uh, we uh, well, though it may seem seamless to the folks at home, um, we did take a little break. I, and I, chillax may be my least favorite word. I, I, I may <laughs> replace, yeah, scratch jizz, enter chillax. <laughs> jizz is horrible, though. Jizz is like the worst kind of thing, I think. Yeah. Um, I really don't know. I think I was going to go with something like, with something to do with the word erotic. But now I'm just <laughs> Welcome to heaven. It's completely erotic. I'm, welcome to heaven. What you did was really erotic down there. <laughs> Something like that. Something creepy that you wouldn't expect your deity to say. Something creepy. I'll go with that. Cool. I did it. What about... Uh, <laughs> I'm your cruise director, Julie McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven's a love. That's hell, dude. <laughs> yeah. So... 
let's talk about. Is awkward. that the last question? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's how they end it. Whatever, dude. That's it. So I want to talk about Awkward Embraces. Mm-hmm. Is the uh, web series that we were referring to at the beginning of the show. Um, it's written and produced by Jessica Mills. Um, yeah, we. But it's it's about fifty percent improvised every episode. So I guess it's written and scripted and improvised web series. Um, and yeah, it started. At least a year ago. We've been shooting for like a year and a half, I think. Okay. Um, a little over that. And yeah, we all three went to college together. Kind of, we're going to do like a sketch comedy thing. And then everyone kind of bailed and we were the three left. And everyone kind of put their little seed in the pot. And then Jess took it and ran with it in the first few episodes. Uh, as, as a means to draw attention to her feature trailer that... She had filmed and was trying to generate money for to do the feature, but people were more interested in awkward embraces, and it's been going from there. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna derail this for a second. I was gonna look this up on the iPad. <laughs> this is the reason why I have ADD. This is why I know I have ADD because I started typing awkward in the Google search bar, and here's here's what comes up. Here's what Google suggests: awkward family photos, awkward zombie. Uh, awkward boners, yeah. <laughs> awkward turtle, <laughs> awkward questions. And I'm like, I'm never going to be able to type the next word. I'm never going to be able to type embraces and find <laughs> awkward embraces on the web because I'm going to go awkward boners. Boom, done. Done. <laughs> so, sorry. But awkward embraces does come uh, like fourth or fifth down in that, on that list. Yay. So it doesn't good. come on the first, on this first run of, of awkward. Yeah. For me, it does. Awesome. No, you're not. You, you don't have your internet browser set to awesome. Oh, oh. rude. <laughs> so you, it's you, Jessica, and Candace. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her? I can pronounce her last name. Flem. It's Flem. Yep. Flem. Yeah. She. I'm sure that that, that was great in school. I think. Yeah. That's what yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. I think there we, was a there was a uh, uh, a security guy whose last name was spelled F A G O T. Oh. <clears throat> Yeah, or no, actually, sorry. yeah, but but uh, uh, actually, I'm sorry, it's not a security guy. It was a a, a cop, and um, my buddy Dave's brother worked with him. And the first day they worked together, he said, "Get it out of your system today." I've heard every single joke you're gonna possibly make. <laughs> Don't you hate when people are predictable like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like all right, you can't really. Well, especially if you're like a cop or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like that's gonna happen. Oh yeah. But yeah, all three of us are from Texas. We all went to school together, college, and uh, now we're all here. Cool. And so the series is about um, pretty much all of your, the three of you, your your dating struggles. Um, and by struggles, not that you guys can't find people to date, but that when you do... It's the awkward situations they're in. Yes. Yeah. The New York Times, no less, called you charming, sharply written. The details feel just right. There's an ellipse in there. Um, is the ellipse hiding, charming, sharply written for crap? Because <laughs> when I see an ellipse in a review, I immediately put like for crap, <laughs> you know, where it's right. like, where it's like the characterizations are brilliant. Dot dot dot, and it's shitty. <laughs> it's like what? No, that was a total fluke. They uh, had like um, wasn't really a contest, but just kind of like a hey. Um, we want to look. At, we want to check out web series. Right, so right. suggest some stuff in the comments, <clears throat> and then the next thing I know, we were That's in great. the New York Times. Yeah, and I think they they said it was 
I don't I don't really have a lot of reviews about me out there, but they were like I think they called me or said I, I did something with slutty hilarity, which wow. I really hold dear to my heart. <laughs> That's kinda, yeah. high, high praise indeed. I know, right? <laughs> Lived with slutty hilarity. Um, but yeah, we've actually been the New York Times twice now, which was like... Sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm, that, I like freaked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Just, online, not like the... Right. Right. And for another part of the series, uh, aspect of the series, is you and Candace trying to find Jessica... Like trying to set her up with people, and she's kind of a geek. Yeah. Um, and, and and but you two have no idea or understanding of the di- like you don't know the difference between Star Trek or Star Wars. Right. You yeah, just know yeah. Star Trek as oh the guys with the unitards. Right. Oh yeah 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 stuff. Oh, Star so, stuff. so Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> <laughs> so but it's is, not really Star Trek. Is that aspect true to life, or do you have some no. tendencies? Yeah, no, that's not true at all. Um. Uh, what is Jessica's I think we all three have different um, tastes in that kind of genre but I mean I love Star Wars but I feel like that's like saying that you you enjoy food right I don't really comprehend that there's another way to be outside of that so I like french fries yeah Yeah. butter makes things taste better (laughs) who who doesn't like french fries seriously who doesn't like Star Wars I've never met a person so I like parts of Star Wars you know what? You know what? I don't want to go down this road with you. We're gonna, we're gonna do it. We're, we're, we're done. We're gonna do it. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back is a really, really good movie. Star Wars is a great movie when you're a kid, and it's a shitty, shitty movie. Are you? I am not. No, don't even start. Lucas is a crummy director, and he's a shittier writer. Oh, but I think that's part. It's, but that doesn't mean it's that, not a magical. That doesn't mean it's right. not a magical film. The fa- the production design and, and FX in mm-hmm. that film. When you consider what what you had in the, the, in the marketplace, uh, you know it's like that was when it seemed realistic. It seemed like it could happen, but it's an awful, awful movie. Um, Empire is much better, and Jedi's all right. And then the prequels are just like oh yeah, it doesn't even count. Horrifying. <laughs> but 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 <laughs> that's, that's the thing is I'm I'm it's like the Beatles. It's like the Beatles were a great band. They have a lot of good music. They are, and they and they certainly define the generation. But I want to kill everyone who is like their gods. I'm like, no, yeah. they're really good musicians. And that's the, my, my thing about Star Wars is is Lucas is not perfection. View these three prequels. Yeah. That he these are the movies that he with a gajillion dollars developing his own FX house. Right. The power of, of, of literally thousands and thousands of the brightest, most talented geeks in the universe these are the movies that he made. This is his vision. Yeah. He went back and fucked up the other movies with his vision. Oh, like, yeah, that really you know, bugs me. I mean, it's like so. So that to me is is that there. That, so I love Star Wars, but yeah. but it's a very much a product of its time. Raiders of the Lost Ark, great movie, great writing. Did the homage to the Saturday morning serials, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, movie serials, and. Um, you know, but it, it's just a much better package of movie. Star Wars, shitty movie, but it's great. Yeah, I don't know. I do wonder um, would it, how it would be today if you took that same that same script. Those the script is awful. That's the thing. Is Darth yeah, like Vader? How... Only you could be so bold. I mean, it's like Mark Hamill's gotten to be a good actor in his right. know, as he's gone on, but but no, I mean Harrison Ford. 
he's okay. You know, it's like he's and he's probably and Alec Guinness, obviously Alec right. Guinness, because he's friggin' Alec Guinness, and all of the British guys that they mm-hmm. got who were classically trained British actors. But most of the Americans in that movie are. But that's such. It's such a. Crumbos. It's so stylized and it's so appropriate to that time. Yeah. And for the decades before, that like the heroin and the the like side gags and whatever. But, but they're just not good. That's that's the well, thing. They're not is, good now, but right. back then they were. See, I, 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 don't, I, don't I don't think they were that good then. I mean, but I was a kid when I saw it. I mean, I right. saw it when I was whatever seven years old. So it was awesome. Yeah. And I loved it, and I love everything about it. I love the coherent universe. I mean, that aspect of yeah. it. I I hate the direction it took, but. You know, I, 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 the fact that it seemed like a real world was the awesome part. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, do you think, like, blockbuster movies today are better? I, I don't know that they necessarily are. Oh, I no, think, no. I'm, feel... not, I'm not necessarily saying yeah. that they're better. Like, Avatar I... sucks. Avatar sucks even more bone than Star Wars could possibly. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like, okay, if Star Wars is, like, the crack whore, you know, then Avatar is, like, the filthy, like... 70 year old crack whore that's you know gonna die I think we're being very hard on prostitutes on this episode I'm just saying <laughs> hey. comfortable <laughs> it, it sucks it sucks a lot more um, I think they, I think the first Star Wars caught lightning in a bottle and it was like this wonderful magical yeah. thing and I think it's I think it still holds up even if it's of it's time um, so are so is like I mean the hidden fortress which C-3PO and R2-D2 was based off of as far as Kurosawa's characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's that's the best movie Akira Kurosawa could have made with his budget in the 50s or whatever, you know, with, with that cast. But he had a great cast. I mean, it's Shiro Mifun. And, like, but it's it's still, like, an old Japanese movie. And, like, this is an old 70s American movie. Yeah, it's not the age it's of the still... movie. It's, I don't think it's the age of the movie. I think it's totally the content of the movie. And, and the fact of the matter is it's made even worse by, in my opinion, by the fact that the the special effects for the time even without enhancement or or fixing mm-hmm. them digitally or whatever were really badass they 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 you know they did they they made it look less like a like a cartoon and more like a film yeah like a war movie it was right, actually right. like a war movie and an adventure right. movie which makes to me looking back on it I think, like I said, the, the whole thing gelled for me was was when I realized that that the three prequel movies are what are what were this is what was in Lucas's head, right, right, right. But like Avatar, this is what was in James Cameron's head. He sat for years on this film mm-hmm. and made it about a bunch of blue monkeys that it, it was poorly written and it was just a blow them up spectacular. Like you could, uh, you're not the guy that wrote Alien, not Alien, Aliens, <laughs> right. Yeah. But Lindsay, you defend it more. You're, you like it still. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to um, find the line of like why you like it when you attach so much nostalgia to something, too. And right. that is so... I, I, I lump it in with the uh, Back to the Future trilogy and Indiana Jones and, and Beetlejuice mm-hmm. and um, uh, Batman. My yeah. first Batman, which was on the other day, with Jack Nicholson. and the um, Yeah, and Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, that, those... Those were sure. like, that was my childhood. Watching yeah. those movies over and over. Ghostbusters. Um, a little bit, not until I was older. Well, my family is very religious, so they hold certain things away. Right. Not Batman for some reason, but um, <laughs> yeah. Who fights crime? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that wasn't too like that was still PG, I think. Yeah. For um, sure. but yeah, so I, I can't like separate <laughs> that 
yeah. those that emotion right. from it. <clears throat> but I still think I think almost actually I think all the other movies you named are better movies. Right. And That's I think they saying. also benefited from Star Wars kind of breaking the seal. Right. You know, um, and I, I think it would be like if there was a a, a crummier band like that came before the Beatles that kind of opened the way for the British invasion. <laughs> it just happened that the Beatles came out and they turned out to be a pretty friggin' good band. It's right. like the Ramones and the Sex Pistols for punk. I mean, right. they're not necessarily the right. most skilled <clears throat> bands of all time, but their songs are fun songs. Right. And opened up the genre. Yeah, yeah, but but see, I think there's a difference. I think there's a difference between those songs the visceral British. Up. I think there's a difference between the visceral British punk experience and the visceral, you know. New York, New Jersey punk experience. Mm-hmm. That's you know. I think they're being more honest, and I think Lucas is a hack. Is I think the difference. He, you know, it's like it's it doesn't seem like his output doesn't seem to me to be. I, I kind of I'm again. This is just kind of gelling for me. I kind of get a Tarantino vibe. This I kind of have the same problem. He's regurgitating all of these other things that are cool mm-hmm. that he thinks are cool. And the the whole is generally less than the sum of its parts. Or wait, wait, wait. Did I get that? I got that wrong. Did I get that wrong? Now I'm freaking myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to right. process this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that to me is the problem. Is it's different if you're a shitty band that has something to say because you can always get better at your craft. Mm-hmm. But if you have that raw whatever, I think you're going to do better. But yeah. But I think it's because he's a hack and he's derivative. And it's obvious that he's a hack and derivative. Whether or not that made a great movie right. because of nostalgia, because it, in context it was great. You know, because I love, and don't get me wrong, I love Star Wars, the first, you know, the mm-hmm. second three movies now. But, you know, um, it still doesn't mean that Empire Strikes Back, however, is a great movie. Yeah. You know, start to finish, it's a great movie. But it's also the one that he had the least <laughs> impact on. Right. Because it's a different director. Yeah. Kirshner. Yeah. Um, he just passed away this year. He did. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But Sorry. to answer your question, no. Um, <laughs> we just have our own geeky. I don't even like that word geeky. I don't even, I don't even like that. We all have our own tastes that yeah. some people could classify as more nerdy or geeky. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, I just call it taste. Great. Right. <laughs> so some of the adventures you go on include um, creating a fi- not a fake dating profile, but mm-hmm. a dating profile without consent. Right, right, right. Right. <laughs> um, and and using your amazing Photoshop skills. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are, what are some of your favorite scenarios from the the series so far? Like, um, what's the what was the craziest thing that happened? Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> I really, I really, Candace has an episode with a, a guy, Peter, I can't remember his last name, uh, but he, he comes over as a blind date for her and he calls himself a cinephile and he makes her watch Citizen Kane and she calls us to rescue and um, he just did it, that actor did a really great job. That's still, that was from the first season and it still stands and like, I just enjoyed watching him on it, set, so that was nice. Would um, you say it's a Citizen Kane of the Awkward Embraces? I think it is. I think it is. He he told us all about the pterodactyl moment in Citizen Kane, which I didn't know about. The pterodactyl moment? I don't think I know about the pterodactyl moment. Whatever uh, set that they were on, they were shooting like a dinosaur movie also. Uh, and in the background of one of the Citizen Kane scenes, you can see a pterodactyl fly <laughs> by. So they just happened to be shooting the same day. And 
That was, that was a nice little tidbit. Um, <laughs> it's trivia. I like... God, Jessica has so many good moments, too. Um, Tyler Main was on it. Tyler Main. He, uh, from yeah. X-Men, and um, yeah. Michael Myers, Jason. Yeah, former Who professional was, wrestler. Yes. Yeah. Former um, <laughs> <laughs> professional wrestler Tyler Main. Um, and you should just lead off with the wrestler tidbit. Jess has a really good wrestler. wrestler. Uh, <laughs> Jess has some really great, mo- uh, really a good episode with him. Um, I liked the threesome thing a lot, not because of myself, but uh, again, the camera work just cracked me up. Yeah, uh, it's just fun. I think we have a lot of fun shooting, and I, it's it's really a pleasant surprise that anyone gives a crap about it. <laughs> a lot so. of people do. There's also like a whole, um, I, not. I mean, there are also some minisodes. I think with some tertiary oh, characters, yeah, yeah. but then there's also. As yourselves, uh, I mean, you're playing versions of yourself in the show, right? Uh, in the series, but there's also out of character. You uh, you read like, oh, your yeah. mail. Those are fun. We got a lot of um, a lot of submissions for other people's real life awkward dating stories, and then just to trying to give some content in between the episodes. Um, yeah, those are a hoot. Because everybody been saying this from the beginning. Like I felt this way about my my life vaginally and um <laughs> that like everybody has from the like, vulva from the vulva perspective straight from the vulva oh the worst vulva. rap album name ever <laughs> <laughs> um like everybody has these moments be it romantic or be it you know just friendship wise where it's incredibly awkward yeah and you just have to switch that perspective and understand that it's awkward because it's fucking hysterical and then you can share that funny story with people. Or it's not people. hysterical at the time, but it becomes... Yeah, when you right. make it so, you turn it into a funny story, then then it's just awesome. Right. For your I, I can't... I can... That's the thing is, see, I didn't date a lot. I mean, I can count, like, the actual number of, hey, let's go see a movie things right. that I've done in my life on, like, one hand. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of hanging out and right. going to stuff. Sure. But, but it's like... You know, but I have to say, the number of times that I've actually gone out on a date with someone, it has been horrifying. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a very almost, unpleasant always, situation. Almost always. I think the first time I actually asked somebody out on a date, I asked a coworker of mine when I was working at Vons on a date, and um, went to a movie. I can't even remember what movie it was. That's how great things are. <laughs> we're, we're going. It was Star Wars. It was Star no Wars. Wonder. I was seven. You were so angry. Um, and I totally uh. And I got sodas, and I totally spilled an entire soda on my lap, like within two minutes of being there, like like <laughs> literally just like uh, you know whatever a thirty two ounce soda. Wow! <laughs> like the lid came off, and the whole. See, thing. but you uh. could use a totally crass pickup line afterwards because you've already ruined it by spilling on yourself. So you might as well, you know. Baby, you look so hot tonight. You got me all wet. <laughs> and, and, and covered in ice <laughs> and sticky, <laughs> sticky wet coldness. My That's right. <laughs> Inviting, eh? How about a nice refreshing Coca-Cola? Mm. Do you want some popcorn? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, they're inevitably like awkward, either as a whole yeah. or you know, in, in just in moments. And I think that's a gift. Yeah. To share with. Are the embraces especially awkward? Um, I'd like to. I was, I've been shooting some behind-the-scenes stuff that I want to edit, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of want to do a little. 
I'm, I'm still working on it, but I want to do a segment of people awkwardly embracing because that's also yeah yeah yeah. You, when, when you, you don't meet know new people, yeah, there's always like a handshake a that turns yeah. into like a boob grab hug. Yeah. And it's your boyfriend's dad, and you're like, oh god. So. Ew. I'm so glad I don't have breasts. <laughs> I, let's put it this way. I'm so glad I only have vestigial breasts, <laughs> which which mean nothing in terms of yeah. social. But it's fine. Interaction. Yeah. I just remembered a, an awkward date, which I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before. And I know when I, it seems like, especially this hour, it seems like I'm a bigger wrestling fan now than I actually am. I used to be years ago. But this is a wrestling related date because she was a wrestler. She, she's just very. I'm not a huge fan. I just, I'm, a, I'm not a huge fan now. I just completely, it still completely dominates my life and anecdotes. <laughs> and references. I do have the wrestling anecdotes. And this is the best of, of them because go, go. I. Go, 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 there used to be this punk rock house, uh, the junkyard, where we all hung out. And like four or five guys lived there. Um, and. This girl, she was she was she was tiny, tiner than you, Lindsay. Yes, that doesn't and, happen. That and, can't uh, possibly happen without like, being some sort of weird freak. <laughs> was she a was she a fairy? She, oh, she might have. She had the pixie-ish, you know, haircut. Uh, and she's like, I love wrestling and stuff. And it's like, oh, well, my friends, you know, they're going to be watching the King of the Ring pay per view or whatever. If you want to come, and they, yeah, sure. So she was my date, right? And you know, the conversation itself was not super awesome on the way there so i kind of already knew like well you know we're not talking about much and but what was worse was when we got there and when it was time for the owen hart match and um they actually they just there was footage of the audience with shocked faces and like well where's the entrance and they announced that he was supposed to descend from the rafters and his harness had broke and he had fallen to the the ring well it turned out Um, and we, we found out moments later, like, oh, Owen Hart is dead. So this was my first date with this girl. Oh. Watching Owen Hart die on TV. And she's now the mother of your children. <laughs> oh, and now you know the rest God. of the story. <laughs> never saw her again, never heard from her again. Took her wow. Home, that was it. That's she, good. She, yeah. she took her own life, probably. Not for Owen, our rest mm. in peace. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. See, everybody's what a bummer, dude. That's pretty awkward date. That's pretty bad, though. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. That's almost, I mean, that's like, you, you know, you hooked up with someone on Craigslist and they killed you. <laughs> yeah. I had that date. Did you? Yeah. You got killed? Brutal murder. Eh, it sucks. When I was a hooker, though, so. Really? That's right. I had it coming. Well, it's a hazard of the job. Yeah. Though. And it's really, you know, it's worse when it's personal. Yeah. <laughs> Stings. I, I'm not going to press you for, for awkward dating moments. I'm sure you shared some of those already on the, the series. Yeah. And, but I would like to know your overall uh, dating philosophy. Um, I didn't date, man. I really, like, in, in that, like, in the biblical sense. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I think, I feel like I was just having this conversation last night, uh, talking to a friend who's recently single and, and about dating and, and whatever. And, I don't know. I really, I really enjoy, I really enjoy being single and. Do you enjoy living single? The TV show. Living single. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's 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 exciting because you never know what's gonna happen. Every like you could go three weeks with just trucking along your everyday life, and then you could go to a friend's birthday party and meet some person 
that interests you for like another three weeks and then it's over and then like it's like it's a lot like acting to me where like you never know what's gonna happen and you gotta fake it a lot and you gotta fake it and they usually tell you you need to lose weight and <laughs> your pictures aren't good enough and your pants are too tight <laughs> pants are too tight um but yeah I don't know I, it's I don't know. That's not advice. I don't. It's <laughs> not really even a philosophy, much. It's, but it's weird to me to hear women be like, oh, "I hate. Like, I wish I was in a relationship or whatever." It's like I, I see. I see both sides of that coin. Where yeah. there's there's wonderful things about both, and then there's not so wonderful things about both. So stop. Just fucking sew it up. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> like literally, you're saying. Literally. Oh jeez. No. So, so you're so you're pro female genital mutilation. Is that is that what you, the very lead of this entire? I'm like platform about female genitalia. So you're pro life. <laughs> what what are you like? You like some like uh, Islamic guy? Uh, like I, I want a baby to have from to like fight Sub-Saharan to Africa. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like a, you're the whole package. I'm the whole package. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I feel my a lot of the stories are Jess's. We're running out of those, and a few, a few have been mine, but uh, I feel like they're pretty universal. Um, I can't think of anything specifically. I used to have it all written down because my little contribution to it was that initially I was going to have a, an awkward blog where I would just share my awkward stories because I'm just trying to think if I would do a video blog or whatever. But you know, I'm lazy. Or so. vlog. <laughs> yeah, vlog. I learned that term. My vlogs. I can't, I can't say vlog without saying it. Vlog. Vlog. Blah. <laughs> Blah. But yeah. Blah. That's number four. That is a Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's backstory. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Season two's almost done. Um, How many episodes have you done so far? Uh, we have to do the last. Six or seven are out now. Yeah. We've had a break in production due to some difficulties with the location. Getting recarpeted out of nowhere when we're supposed to use it. So <laughs> a shoot had to be rescheduled and then... We changed up some episodes, but now in like two weeks we're gonna shoot the finale, the two-parter. Cool. Oh boy. Um, and Is it then, a cliffhanger? <laughs> probably. Probably. Tit hanger. So the girls may have those terrible. Wait. Um. Hold on a second. That makes no and sense. And then I think we're gonna try like see corporate funding for this go around instead of the. So we'll expect a lot of product placement. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> you don't need a date. You just need. Fanta. <laughs> yeah. And then the Fantanas come in. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> are those like the worst things ever? Oh, no, they're the best. Are they? Yeah. Those commercials? Those girls. I haven't seen one of those in a minute. Okay, the minute. girls... Are, no, 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 no. I'm not... I'm, as a heterosexual are, yeah. male, the girls are all right. But but the the, the well, commercials themselves are just like, oh my God, they're like a migraine. Yeah. They're like, they're just like, they're like bottled like migraine. Like a, a long needle just right they're into your brain through your ear. yeah, yeah. 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 Brody, Brody. <laughs> the girls are oh, nice, no. though. It's a colorful dress. Um, I yeah. wonder if they taste like the fruit flavors. <laughs> How do you say Fanta with the Castilian S? Fanta. Fanta. Well, because it's Barcelona. Yes. Um, so this is... Uh, Ibiza. <laughs> this is our first May episode. What? Um, it's May Day, by the way. <gasps> Power to all the workers. Oh, it is. And you have a play this month? I do. Um, tonight and the next two weekends. So it'll be too late for them tonight, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? 
the next two weekends. So yeah. the, the two weekends after this has come out. Uh, where I could tweet about it. Yes, Ray, where can they find out about it? Um, at quickiesplays.org, I believe. Quickie or Quickies the series. You could just it's called Quickies. This is the fourth installation of. I'm gonna uh, say that you probably want, don't want to mistype this one. <laughs> oh, quickies slash handjobs uh, dot org. Um, I'm gonna change my answer to what turns me on. By the way, <laughs> handjobs. Handjobs. Plays about handjobs. <laughs> totally. Oh, if that, that would. I, I'm gonna guarantee there's a play about handjobs. Uh, there, there must be. You not featuring handjobs. Not with handjobs is like Richard the Third. I think that's exactly Richard It's one of the least. It's one of the lesser produced Shakespeare histories. <laughs> um, but uh, the the theater company. I think it's Moxie Theater Works. They do these um, plays called Quickies, all based around a location. This one is uh, Quickies Floor, so it's about the office and hijinks that happen there. And um, seven Quickies uh, Plays series. Yes, uh, seven under ten minute comedic shorts, and I'm in a short written by Jeff Lewis of the Guild. Very cool. Who I really like. Very cool. He's really funny. <laughs> Is there some romantic sparks here you want to talk about? No, he has this lovely wife and this really adorable baby. I didn't ask you about that. I know. <laughs> Me and the baby got close. Um, <laughs> awesome. But I, I like, I'm a legit like fan. Yeah. And so uh, I, I'm pretty sure I creep, creeped him out on a few <laughs> occasions. Just just trying to be like a normal person talking to him. <laughs> but once you become that self-aware and you're like, just be cool, okay, just be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's it nothing but disgusting. Luckily, I think so highly of myself. I don't have a problem talking to anybody. That's nice. I need to get to there. I need to go to there. <laughs> so you uh, can get, uh, this is at the Flight Theater at the Complex Hollywood? Yeah, Santa Monica uh, and Wilcox. The whole theater row uh-huh, mm-hmm. scene. And uh, if you just go, it looks like if you just go to the website, they have links and you can buy mm-hmm. tickets off PayPal or... Yeah. Uh, make your reservations at Quickies Plays at Yahoo or call 818-62-QUICK. Yeah, and it's 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 funny. I had some friends come the last two nights and they enjoyed it. And I'm very sensitive about that sort of thing where I'm like, I want people to be prepared. There's so many actors in the city. If everyone went to see everyone's friends' plays, they'd be broke, but it's fun. Very cool. Yeah, Jeff Lewis is amazing. And Jamie Kaler is the other actor in it with me and he's on My Boys and... I looked up his IMDb, and he's been on, like, every TV show ever <laughs> in the last 10 years. So he's a lucky fellow. So punch him. Or talented, whatever. <laughs> <gasps> and uh, you have any other projects coming up? Um, do I? I don't know. Do chirp, you? Chirp, chirp, chirp. <laughs> um, we, can, we, can, we can take out that long pause. <laughs> no, 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 don't. Let's leave it. Uh, let's keep it real. Let's uh, it. We do. Uh, the I started shooting the web series yesterday, and there's another. I just got a script for another one that I, I'm super excited about, but I don't know when we're gonna start going into production for that. I hope soon. Cool. Um, Can people find you on the Twitter or the? I am on Twitter. I just kind of started that. It's cool. new well, to me. We'll fix this. Um, <laughs> but my Twitter handle is Eat My Snarl. All right. That's a good Twitter handle. Thank you. So you can find out about Lindsay's projects and musings. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you muse on the Twitter? Um, mostly about boners. And boner musings. So, which makes the following numbers go ups and downs. <laughs> yeah, well, mostly robots. Yeah, oh yeah. I like that, though. I don't like it's robots. It's metallic safety blanket. Beep boop. <laughs> I don't like robots You're special. <laughs> but, yeah. That's all I got going. Cool. Yeah. I just, I'm reading your last. I'm reading your last tweet. What? Oh wait. 
Uh, just met Lindsay Doolin, Eat My Snarl, after her play performance. She is gracious, lovely, talented, and the real deal, folks. No ellipses here, by the way, because it's Twitter. Probably didn't want to send Oh, characters. I did. Oh, man. One to watch. That's, I did meet him. Uh, Mark Eoff. Uh, he does a podcast, too, The Tech Barbarians. We don't talk about other people's podcasts. Oh, no. Nope. Fuck those guys. Fuck those assholes. No, uh, we'll, we'll check them out. Our podcast, our brother, brothers in podcasting. We, we, they uh, do like computers. I'm not, I don't, it's I don't, all about uh, computers. <clears throat> I don't check out other people's podcasts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't listen to our podcast. It's become a running joke, but it's friggin' true. <laughs> I, I was I, there experiencing it. Well, it's not that. I'd love to, I'd love to have the time to... I, if I had the time, I'd listen, to, I'd listen to good podcasts. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I don't listen to the good podcasts. <gasps> um... Uh, no, I I would love to have time to listen to all the podcasts in the world. Yeah, right. God, what a fucking horrible. That's like a, that's hell. <laughs> hell is other people's podcasts. <laughs> yeah. T-shirt. I see. This is and now. <clears throat> I saw on I saw on Awkward Embraces that uh, you're working with Snorg Tees. Oh yeah. See, I have I, I've been I've been I've got T-shirt designs in my back pocket. Not literally. But but been thinking about it, and it seems like everybody does t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I feel comfortable anymore with the idea of bringing more t-shirts into the world. The world is so overpopulated oh my with God, t-shirts. Yeah, but there's so little good ones. No, there's still good like ones. a small minority of good ones. No, there's good ones, but I mean, and, I, and I'm just trying to think of a way. I'm just and this is kind of business talk, I guess. I'm just trying to think of a way that um, you know we could, if people want to buy something that will support the show. It might be something they want. Mm-hmm. T-shirt seems to be like everybody, I guess, has to clothe their horrible naked bodies. <laughs> you know, why not a T-shirt mm-hmm. with a Shake Time Radio Hour logo on it or yeah. something? Yeah, but you know, has has that been working for you guys? Yes. Um, I don't. We're doing a contest right now, the Snorky competition, and uh, it, it was mostly because uh, Jessica had one of their T-shirts, and she emailed them about wearing it in the show, and they were like, "Of course, you can do it as much as you want." And it's the only like mm-hmm. clothing company we've gotten permission from, and then they nice. gave us some free T-shirts to wear. And, and unlike Fanta, who's a huge sponsor yeah. of the Shakedown Radio, <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we're doing a competition, and I guess the winner that you make like a fan video, mm. something to do with awkward embraces, and the winner gets like five free t-shirts or something. Cool, sweet. Um, which was, so they've just been really supportive of like a nobody nothing project, yeah. which was nice, but. I'm not sure we even said the, the, the website's awkwardembraces.com, mm-hmm. um, and they're available on YouTube, mm-hmm. and um, Blip TV. Blip, something else, web, there's random uh, sites that have them up. Cool, sweet. very cool. Well, Lindsay, thank you for taking some time out. Have we been rolling this whole time? Yeah. No, we're going to start. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was smartest. Me. That was me talking about things on the podcast. Oh, And then you wow. responding to the things that I was talking okay, about. Okay, that's what we're doing today. <laughs> yeah, we can, I mean. <laughs> so that, that's great. Happy ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, what are you, you're, okay. <laughs> so, it's my last time. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. I'm Gene George. I'm Lindsay Doolin. Hey. Don't clench the world off when it gets too deep. I like it. <laughs> Butt sex. <laughs> Jokes. I, I, I got it. Lindsay picked the song for this episode. It's Zebra by the band Beach House. Uh, this is a sub-pop records release. You can find out more about the band at beachhousebaltimore.com. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. 
You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the Shakytown Radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number.